0: Hey guys, what's up, I'm back. Season two of Head is the Key is on its way and it's gonna be a lot of the same. Getting that head right to get that body right and having some fun along the way. Let's go. What the heck is up, everyone? Just got done with a killer workout. So if I'm huffing and puffing, I apologize. But like I said in that intro, I'm back. Check out that new music too. That's pretty dope. But I want to first thank everyone who listened to episodes in season one. And season two is gonna be more of the same, guys. And I think like I said before, I originally thought, like, I'm just gonna talk about health and wellness. And I started thinking about it more and I'm like, shit, like, you know what I could really do is talk about how the head needs to be right for the body to be right. You need to chickity check yourself before you wreck yourself. You know what I'm saying? Wow, that was lame. Sorry. But that's my niche. You know, I've talked to a couple people and that's my niche is I want to help you grow mentally so that you can be your best self physically. And physically in like all aspects, right? So not just like your fitness, but like how you do your job, how you appear in relationships, how you show up. Like th- that's what I want this pod to be about. I hope I can get some people on the podcast too. Um, I got some people in mind that I think I might reach out to and see if they just want to do a podcast together um you know kind of checking out what content they're laying out and then maybe help you know influence their um reach as well um and what they want to do so that's kind of a new thing that I think I want to do I kind of wanted to do it last year but I felt like let's just get on the scene let's throw out some content let's see how it goes and you know I feel like the content that got more views um or more listens I should say was the stuff about how to keep your discipline when motivation is gone and how to know that like you got to take care of number one and taking care of number one helps you show up better in work, life, etc. So that's what we're going to do and this episode I've titled I'm Still Here Um, and it's my kind of my mantra for 2024 you know I'm not big on resolutions I think I used to be but like you know again I'm not a numbers guy so I'm not gonna throw out a bunch of stats at you or anything like that but I'm gonna just gonna give you examples of stuff that I've seen I've heard and studies that I have read but I'm just gonna give you like brief synopsis you could fact check me that's fine but just general views of things and one is resolutions guys like we all make these resolutions, you know, January 1st is the new me. It's going to be the new me. And it's like, well, why do you have to wait until the beginning of a year to start your new you? And, you know, there's a lot of research out there that shows that when people start resolutions at the beginning of the year, they're almost not debunked. That's not the right word, but they're, you know, they're almost like not existent in a month or two, you know, especially in gyms, you know, people sign up for their gym memberships and January 1st, there's so many fun uh, videos on like TikTok and Instagram and even Facebook of like day one in a new gym, you know, January 1st. And that, you know, it's a guy walking in and he like looks out and scans out and there's like thousands of people in the gym and they're doing just like ridiculous stuff, right? Guys, I guarantee you, if you give that a month, that population is slowly going to dwindle. And it's the people who have discipline, the people who, who have been showing up consistently, are the ones that are going to stay there. And they didn't start January 1st. They've been doing it. So my mantra, I'm still here, means like, I'm here through the good and the bad. I'm here. And even moreover, I'm here for anybody listening to this podcast. If you want to reach out to me with questions about mental health, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a social worker. I am a licensed physical therapist assistant, so I am a a practicing healthcare clinician. Um, And I like to think that I have a pretty strong background in fitness and how the mind works with fitness to give some insights but if i don't know the answer and as a coach my niche is i'm going to help you but i'm also going to tell you that that's outside my scope and you need to get help and to not be um beaten up if someone ever tells you that you need help and to rip that stigma away from like well then you must not be strong if you're seeking help that's complete bullshit That's my niche. I'm a coach. A buddy just posted something on Facebook of how he wants to take um, on a couple people to help with their fitness goals. But he says that, you know, and he's got a personal training background and we both have been in big gyms together, personal training. And, you know, we've done it. And that grind sucks. But I think it's more you know, the trainers and the coaches that do well are the ones that empower their clients that I want to give you the tools so that you don't
1: always need me, right? This world, I've talked about it
0: before, you know, the first season, but like this world wants the quick dopamine hits and they want things done for them. If you want anything good to happen to you, yes, networking, finding coaches, finding trainers is awesome, but you still have to do the freaking work, guys. This isn't a passive game. Life isn't a passive game, but there are a lot of people here that will help you find your way, but you still got to do it. So kudos to the trainers, to the coaches, to the clinicians, to the doctors that put it back on the patient or the client or the family member. You got to do the work. You got to advocate for yourself. And part of that advocacy is searching out people that'll help and getting tools, but then you doing the work. So I'm here for all of you to help you with the work. I'm here to empower you to have a better mindset. And I feel that I have a strong knowledge of that as well because I've sought out the coaches. I still talk to coaches. I still go on retreats to learn more things.
1: I have a certification in mindset. And the people who have mindset backgrounds and want to help people is because they
0: have been in the shit too. And guess what? Newsflash. Most good clinicians are still in the shit. They still deal with shit. And they use their work ethic and their ability to show up even when it's shitty to show other people that they can do it too. Those are the best people to search out It's not the people with all the fucking alphabet soups after their name. And sure, there's probably a lot of people with alphabet soups after their name that are stuck in the shit and do help people get out of the shit because they're stuck in the shit. Holy cow. Slow down, headkey. But you know what I'm saying? But there's also people
1: who have all the book smarts but don't apply it. So you got to find those people that you resonate with meet them,
0: learn some things, but then apply it. And apply it for a long time consistently. Don't start a workout program and two weeks later say, this isn't working for me. Nothing works after two weeks, guys. Maybe like a coke habit or something. That, That might hit you fast. Sorry.
1: And if anybody's struggling with that, I apologize. But I'm just saying, like, It took you,
0: if you're having a fitness struggle, if you're having a work struggle, if you're having a whatever struggle, it took you a long time to get to that point. It's not just going to turn over in a day. Now, you can make some awesome changes that will make you feel better in a day. If you're stuck in a toxic relationship, getting out of it, setting a boundary is going to make you feel great. But there's still a lot of work, man. There's still the draw to get back into that because it feels comfortable or it feels relatable. And you got
1: to say, no, like I got to keep this boundary.
0: I'm stuck there right now with family relationship boundaries. And they suck, but I'm so much better for the boundaries that I've created. But you got to consistently
1: apply it. Because the draw to get pulled back into that shit is strong. And it will always be strong. But your discipline has to be stronger. I'm still here. Like I say that to myself. Like when shit's going bad, I'm just like, but I'm still here.
0: And I can still make the changes that I need to make. I'm still here.
1: And know that sometimes, even when you give it your all, it may fall on deaf ears.
0: It may not lead to the promotion. It may not lead to the relationship. It may not lead to some things, but you tried and you applied. And if you continue to try and to apply, good things will come.
1: But you can't have the good without the bad. That's life. And the sooner you are able to understand that, better off you're going to be. You can't always hit a dinger. Sometimes you got to get hit by a pitch. Sometimes you got to do a sacrifice to help someone else. But ultimately, that will come back and help you
0: said it before, I'll say it again. We learn a lot more from our losses. We learn a lot more from our failures than we ever do from the stuff that we are
1: successful at.
0: But then if you sit back with your successes, you can almost kind of be like, man, remember all the times that I like
1: screwed the pooch, but I learned from that. And now I'm successful, and that's awesome. And
0: yes, there are times that you'll be successful the moment you do something. And there's going to be a lot of other times that you'll be successful after the thousand, thousandth try. You know, I can't remember the quote. Well, I can remember the quote. I can't remember who said it. I think it's Jordan, but it could have been someone else. But, like, you know, you miss a thousand per, or 100% of the shots that you don't take.
1: You got to take the shot, man. Life is about taking the shot. But also, like, if that shot fails, I'm not
0: saying don't take the shot again, but if if, if the shot keeps failing, then, like, regroup and, you know, pivot and take another shot
1: get a more opportune shot, get a closer shot, you know. I'm telling you guys, like life is great. But
0: life can just like punch you too. But you got to you got to understand from that on that other side of that punch is you getting to punch back or, you know, on the other side of that
1: pain is pleasure and success. But I think also it comes to
0: recognizing what you truly want and not doing it because you feel that that's what others want you to do. Like,
1: there's nothing good in that. at the end of the day,
0: it's you versus you. And at the end of the day, you got to do what's best for you. And there might be times where you're like, well, I think this is what's best for me. But then when you sit back, you might be like, well, you know, I think I was thinking that was best for me because others were telling me that that was best for me. And I'm not saying that others can't help you find what's best for you. Like, I'm not trying to say that, but like, Ultimately, you have to understand that you go all in. You don't go all in because someone else is telling you to do it. But someone could be like, man, this would be a really good idea for you to do. And you're like, oh, yeah. And then you do a little bit of research and then you go all in and you invest in it.
1: Be the best version of yourself for you. And challenge yourself every day
0: with something. You know, if it's with fitness, I was just talking to a client. Like, you don't have to jump into a thousand things. Pick one thing. Pick one non-negotiable. Start there. One new thing. I'm going to walk on the treadmill for 30 minutes a day, three days a week. And commit to that try it for a couple weeks. You know what, 30 minutes is hard because I don't have like a 30 minute chunk of time. But there are a couple times during the day where I have 10 to 15 minutes. Okay, well you could still do 30 minutes a day and you can break that up into three 10 minute times or two 15 minute times. And then maybe something will change where you're like, no, I can, I can do 30 minutes. Like I can, I can clump this over here that gives me this 30 minutes but you have to be consistent with it and commit to it. Commit to it for like a week. And then a week becomes a month. And then a month becomes six months. And then six months becomes a year. And then it just becomes something. And then start something else. And yeah, I mean, you can maybe even do the thing for a month and be like, oh, okay, I got this. And like, I noticed that I have 15 extra minutes. Two days a week, okay? Maybe incorporate some weight training, total body strengthening. You know, I'm going to commit to
1: preparing my meals for lunch every day. Try it for a week. See what works, see what doesn't.
0: But jumping from this to that to this to that to this to that is just going to overwhelm you. It may stall you. And then you're going to get pissed off because nothing's working. And it's like, well, dude, nothing's working because you're not staying with it for any period of time. I've said it a lot of times, but like, if you've gained 20 pounds, you didn't gain that in a day. You've gained that over time. So if you think you're going to lose that in a day, you're not. If you think you're going to lose that in a week, you're not. And yes, there are stories of, well, I lost 20 pounds in a week. Yeah, but did you hold on to that loss? Probably not. There are outliers like there is in anything. Or did you yo-yo? Did you do it and then you were good for a couple weeks and then you decided, well, like, I got this and then stopped doing what you were doing and then all the weight came back and then some?
1: Long-term change is long-term. It's not short-term.
0: But what are you trying to say? Like, I can't have, you know, a couple days of just, like, not caring? No, you can. But if those couple days turn into not caring, then that turns into a month or that turns into a year. Don't be shocked when the scale says what it says or your clothes don't fit or whatever or you're lethargic or any of those things. Like That's also a consistent pattern, right? So those negative patterns are consistent too and that's what got you to whatever ailment that you have, if that's weight gain, if that's lethargy, if that's work-related stuff, relationship stuff. Like it
1: took time to get that too. So just like my challenge to you is like pick a
0: mantra for the year and then like start picking just like one, just pick one thing. Pick one healthy non-negotiable that you're going to try. And it could be a day, guys. I choose to do a... 30-minute walk one day a week, and I'm going to commit to this for longer than one week. I'm going to commit to this for a month and see if anything changes. And if it does, awesome. If you're starting to know something, then it might be like, all right, well, I did it for I. I've been able to find this 30 minutes one day. Can I do this twice? Can I split the walks? Can I do two 15-minute walks? Can I do? four, five, 15-minute walks, you know, whatever. Change it that way and then start incorporating other things. You don't have to go all in because most people who go all in get super
1: freaking tired and then stop. There are some superheroes out there, though, that, like, they try
0: something new and they're all in and they're all in. But that's not everybody. You're one of one, so remember that. So that's what I challenge you. Pick a mantra. Mine's I'm still here. Pick something that you want to do and stick with it for a period of time and let's see what happens. All right, guys. Get ready, man. This season's going to be epic. Let's go. Have a good day. All right, y'all. So I fact checked myself. It was actually Wayne Gretzky who said that quote about you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. But I definitely saw it on a poster of With Michael Jordan on it, so that's what I thought. My bad, let's go.